Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one of the New Music Saturday podcast where Dr Bones and I kick things off talking to our good friend Kiffy, uh, second time on the show, I thought it was his third but it turns out it's not, um, talking to our good friend Kiffy, brilliant musician, someone who's really passionate about the independent music scene in general, a lot of our conversation focuses on that and I love that, I love talking about that, I too am very passionate about it, um, absolute legend, brilliant and he's got some interesting things coming up uh, and I'm backing them all the way I reckon he's absolutely superb uh, really really cool and then we get straight into part one with some pretty heavy music there's a bit of punk there's a bit of metal there's a bit of weird experimental metally stuff some mix with drum and bass and some mix with whatever that was uh, cool stuff at the end as well so yeah enjoy and then we head straight into part two very soon cheers guys Thank you. Right on, and welcome to Music Saturday. We are roughly on time, which is awesome, after last week's debacle with the updates on both uh, Macs, so yay for that. But welcome to Music Saturday. I am Dr. Bones, a doctor of many things, but not a medical doctor, and of course, joining me as always, since my partner crime best mate, Mike Five. What's happening, buddy? All right, brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm very good. I'm pleased that we are. I like the fact that you said we're pretty much on time, but it's still like 25 minutes past the hour. Close enough. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did pretty well. It's not bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I'm good. I've, I'm living the dream as always. Having a lovely time, you know. I'm excited about the show. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a good one. Well, we have a bunch of great music tonight, and welcoming, welcoming me. Let me start again. I can't speak tonight, apparently. So, welcoming. Oh my God! Welcoming back. <laughs> my God! There seems to be a trouble pronouncing it. Welcoming. So, yeah, right. So, welcoming. I can't do it. Kiffy, what's happening, brother? He's back for a second time. Kiffy, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Um, I've, I just plugged in my headphones and they're really cheap and like me, my ears, my like my ears are, my ears don't work. I'm telling you, <laughs> ears don't work. <laughs> All right, that's a dangerous trait in a musician. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I do, I'm just trying to be able to make out what you what you guys are saying. So I've got like this head headphone in one ear, in one ear, and then no, nothing in the other ear, so that I'm not shouting. 
Well, we can hear you pretty much fine. If you move the microphone up a little bit, yeah, that will help. Okay, that better. Uh, no, not that. Oh, yeah, maybe. What about the microphone on your headphones? This is not going to be very interesting oh. for people listening. <laughs> oh, is this a lead? Oh, it's not a microphone. Forget that. All good. Anyway, how are you? How's things? Tell us all about oh, life in the world of Kiffy. Eh? <laughs> oh, no. we, can, we can hear you much better now. I, I'll talk about it because that's just doing my head in. So, t- how's things with me? Yes. Uh, yeah, they're fine. Uh, I've got, uh, 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 you know, I'm just. Um, it, it's a long weekend. I only, I've got three day, a three day weekend every weekend recently, so that's good. Nice, nice. nice. What's uh, apart from um, presumably music? Do you find that you've got yourself into any other routines with your extra day? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty quick, in matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> no, basically, I get up, I get up late, and I eat, I eat lunch at about four o'clock, and then I have dinner at about eleven. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> I wonder if you practice transcendental meditation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I practice. Um, just sitting in my pajamas for about another five hours, basically. <laughs> well, there's there's a, a a song by Crush My Pimps called "The Margot Goes Boho," and one of the lines is because I, I practice transcendental meditation. Mm. So, and the way you were talking, kind of describing your day, is kind of how the song goes. So that's why I threw that in there. So, more <laughs> time. It's, it's more time to be you and just to be in your own little shell, isn't it? That's the thing. There's a lot of stuff that you could do. There's also a lot of stuff that you can just sit about and do nothing. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, for sure. Totally agree. I mean, it, as, as soon as I get the dogs out for a walk, and then I can sit and do nothing. And usually uh, Saturdays for the first little bit, I kind of sit around just for a few minutes and have my coffee before I get back at the list. Because normally, like, <clears throat> I don't have lots of time during the week to work on it. And then usually I don't, I don't intentionally wait till Saturday morning to do it. Just how it works out, but. You turned out a lot better, but this time I was a little bit more prepared, so I had to listen stuff to Mike last night. So I saved myself a few steps this morning, but uh, I it was a bit of a different day today, so I had a little bit more relaxing time, which was nice, which generally doesn't happen on a Friday. So yeah, man, yeah. it's good to have a bit of time to yourself. I remember that when from when I was younger and didn't have children. <laughs> nice, <laughs> I seem to remember it. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kiffy, you. You have, uh, I believe, uh, I mean, uh, last I saw, you have some grand plans for next year once again uh, in terms of, uh, well, releasing lots of albums again. Um, So I'm quite excited by that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're thinking, where you're at? I'm between two very, very different extremes. So uh, what year year were we in? Yeah, 2021. (laughs) 2021 I did 12 albums and various EPs 2022 I've done three, only uh, three albums and about five EPs I guess only? and a couple of remix <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> remix, remix compilations with people from the community you know and I've been in the album writing club with, with the super group you know that was very cool <laughs> yeah yeah that was good yeah. is that out well, yet yeah. has that come out well, we can talk about that in a bit, but uh, but next year I'm either thinking twelve albums again, oh, or wow. just or just one, 
And the one, if I do one, I, people need to be patient with me because it's going to be a long road and it's not, and they ain't going to be three minute pop songs. They're going to be six, eight, ten minute classical masterpieces. Have you, have you thought about doing one album, but it has 144 tracks? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that yeah, could be fun. That is a great idea, isn't it? Actually, that's a great idea. Uh, no, I don't. I honestly don't think I've got that many more track. That, that had, well, I've got more tracks in me, but I don't think I've got 144. I've got some. I've got some ideas. Lots and lots and lots of ideas, and I, I'm literally bouncing between one one album that will be it or twelve more albums, and the, and uh, depending on the day. You can roll a dice and that, that'll be what it is. But people keep advising me not to do it. And then that, that makes me want to do it more. <laughs> well, it's pros and cons, right? Like, yeah. I mean, well, you tell us. What, what are the pros of doing it? There's 12 albums for you. I've got a lot to say. <laughs> and uh, there, there are lots of things that need to be said that you can't say in words. Um, you know, we live in a in a time that is confusing for a lot of people that is dangerous for a lot of people that is still not the world that we were promised we would have when we were kids mm. and there's a lot to say about it that um that so they're they're the pros for me the, the cons would be oh it's just kiffy doing another 12 albums and people will just shrug it off so what i what, what i really want to do is to make so it doesn't matter how the, the number of albums doesn't matter what i want to do is to make some music that people beyond this scene really really notice and 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 will make people beyond this scene that that don't pay any attention to our oh oh he's froze he's frozen yeah <laughs> Uh, all right, this time, <laughs> Kiffy, Kiffy, calling Kiffy. Can you hear us? Oh, God damn it. Do it. Is that you? Is that, that him? That's probably me. Okay. <laughs> I can't sit still, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone listening ever hears, like, there's a Wait. rustling in the background, so <laughs> I can't sit still. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll, yeah, have, yeah. we'll have some sound effects to you. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. <laughs> oh, that uh, would be me. Do you think he's going to come back? Or? I don't know. Um, yeah, let's see. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to turn my camera off here, too, just because it's not necessary. But um, send him a little message. Yeah, just just tell him uh, when, he, when he comes back, just to kind of forget the, the video, because it, that's probably what's causing a problem, unfortunately. So. Yeah, try without the video. Uh, should we play his song while we wait Good to see idea. if he joins us? Let's uh, do that. All right, so here's the newest song by Kippy, one called Forever Together. Dig this. Yeah. 
Right on, Kiffy with Forever Together. I could pronounce that right, eh? Um, but <laughs> this was an awesome song. I really liked the the, the dark melody to it and the, the um, longer, uh, well, I'm not sure how quite I'll put it, like longer note holding, I guess, for some of the, for for some of the lyrics. So really enjoyed that. I mean, this was such a such a, a, a kind of cool, eerie uh, uh, melodic mix. I, guess, I think it's the best way for me to put it. Nice, nice. We should. Uh, I was going to say we should welcome Kiffy back, but I don't want to go through all that again. If he's trying to say welcome, so uh, but Kiffy, welcoming, 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 welcoming. There you go. <laughs> Norfolk. I mean, fucking hell. What's going on with it? The Wi-Fi in this place literally shuts off whenever you desperately don't need it to. <laughs> Which is pretty much all the time, considering the way yeah. we live. Horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that tune. I, I mean. I've noticed this a few times recently. Sort of, there's a few tunes you've put out where it goes in this quite. Uh, I think Bonesy nailed it by saying the word eerie. Uh, it's kind of got that eerie, slightly haunted quality to it. A um, little bit mellow at the end. Um, the, I don't know if it was backing vocals or if it was on the synth, but it actually reminded me of Gangster's Paradise. You know the backing vocals. Oh yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> Which I can't do. I was going to try and sing that, but I'm not going to. But you know the bit right. I mean. Um, but yeah, great tune. Really, really cool. Um, and really, R- really enjoyed R- that. R- and R.A.P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Yeah. Gangster's Paradise is one of the best songs ever written. It's in my top ten of best songs ever made. It's a, it's a it's a stunning song. But no, that was just my the choral function on my piano on my digital piano love it yeah yeah that was. <laughs> um there's a good uh, so we sort of uh, you got cut off halfway through something and we'll go back to that in a minute but um i'm just interested what are your top 10 songs of all time we know one of them now oh yeah well yeah okay that's a really hard question <laughs> <laughs> that reminds on me being able to remember them um okay, so- <laughs> And it dip- and it changes. Whoever asks me, and at whatever time it changes. So yeah, okay. Gangsters Paradise by Coolio and L- LV. Don't forget uh, the singer dude, the one that sang oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it L- no? Was it LV? No, no. Who was it? I can't remember. I have no idea. Not sure. <laughs> it's uh, yes, I do know. It's um, because his first name is Killian because it's the same name as Mbappe. Hmm. And I can't remember his surname. Yeah. It's, not, it's not Mbappe. His what name? I'm sure it's then, Killian. And then, I'm sure, yeah. then don't hang up when I say this, but Britney Spears, hit me baby one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I, do a, I do a genuinely good acoustic cover of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, now, this one, Soldier Side, I think it is, um, with uh, with uh, that fucking band. System of a Down. Uh, System of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Soldier Side, introduction to Mesmerize. Yeah. Yes, yes. Actually, no, I, that's a, a pretty kick ass song. And Mike, you know what song we're talking about, right? I know what song we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No. We'll come to the Soldier Side when there's no one here but me. No, like, yeah, love it. Probably three of my top 10 ever favorite songs are off of that album. Uh, then Nancy Boy by Placebo, which is fucking amazing. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so many. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> something by Depeche Mode. Quick, say it. What is it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Personal genius. There's a Depeche Mode song in there. I mean, I put you in the pens a lot. I put you in the spot here. It's like when you do uh, 
you know, when, when all the items flash past, generation game, and you have to get a cuddly toy and all that. This is a bit like that, isn't it? It's like, cuddly I, toy. I don't know. Cuddly toy. Um, uh, enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode, definitely. Um, nice, nice. Apple Tear It Apart by, uh, by um, the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joy Division. Um, oh, there's so many. Um, uh, blur, blur, modern uh, from the album Modern Life is rubbish. Now, what is the good song on that? Um, there's the, the whole album. That's one song, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let um, a lot go here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hunting high and low by Aha, definitely really good song. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, there, blue, blue jeans. Oh. I'm sure that's the best song on Modern Life is rubbish. Oh. Oh no, 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 no! It isn't. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not oh, that sorry. one. It's one of the worst ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great <laughs> But um, uh, God, there's so many. There's so many great. There's the problem is is that there's literally thousands that are in my top ten. It depends. It depends, doesn't it? That's the thing. Like Blink One Eight Two, about ten years ago, released an album. I bought it on vinyl. And every single song on it is astonishing, for for the, the fact that they were you know they were past their best. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, on oh, there's so many. Anything by Lincoln? Well, Lincoln Park Hybrid Theory, right. the whole album, is in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get the impression that you don't know how a top ten works. <laughs> no, I, just got, I just got on the whole album that's the thing <laughs> that would be a top 10 albums list though wouldn't oh. it? Yeah. well I think we've got to give flavour I wasn't counting so I don't even know how many you've named no uh, bring, well, bring uh, it to life by the other band that other band the, with the woman singer <laughs> oh that narrows it down yeah <laughs> the other band with the woman singer yeah. the other band with the woman singer oh god oh you mean Evanescence Yes, that's the one. That's the one. Eff- yeah, yeah. Eff- eff- not effervescence. Evanescence. Effervescence is fizzing, fizzing chemical reactions. <laughs> <laughs> for, for me, I'd have to say one of my songs in the top ten would be The Trial from the Wall. Ooh. Uh, like, love that nice. tune. Like That is definitely my top ten for sure. Excellent. Yeah, I most of my top ten is Nirvana and Leveller's songs, probably. So what's so weird is that I was, what, 12 when um, Smells Like Teen Spirit was out, and that is the song that woke me up, and everything stems from Smells Like Teen Spirit for me. Mm. Even if my music doesn't re- replicate it, it's still the spirit behind it. I think it was an amazing moment. I mean... Yeah, I was... I, I, quite... No, go on. No, please. Please, continue. <laughs> well, I was, was going to say, I, I came to it late because I'm a little bit younger, so I, I, I first heard of Nirvana years after Kurt Cobain was dead. Um, but it, it was a similar feeling in that I heard, I actually heard the live album first, which came out nice. two years after he died, so that's probably... So sweet. But um, there are just songs on that album that literally change your life, and you go, whoa! <laughs> I know uh, what music I like now. <laughs> well, for, I understand the world. <laughs> for me, too, I was probably right around Kippy's age as well, because uh, Nirvana and the grunge scene was, was high school for me. And, man, it just, yeah, just life-changing. And, like, I remember when I heard Nirvana for the first time, too, like, holy shit, right? And, like, just kind of fell in love right away. And then, you know, a lot of stuff. Um, my brother, who's two years older than I am, 
um, 43. So, anyways, um, he had a lot of stuff first before it, and all of it, and then uh, he uh, actually for Christmas before I even actually even heard of them, I got uh, Blood Sex Sugar Magic Chili Peppers, right? Nice. And nice. so I got into that, and of course Soundgarden, like I mean, bad motor finger, you can't go wrong. But then we started diving back into stuff like holy crap, this is just badass stuff, right? So I I totally get it. yeah, grunge. I mean, it started off with a lot of us. Um, go through our little hip-hop phase, you know, and, you know, some stick with it, some some don't. I mean, I'm very picky what I listen to, but went from that and then got into, like, the 60s stuff and Scott, because my dad's a big Beatles fan, and then there's blues, jazz, the whole thing. And then um, the big, first, I guess, real big band I think I really enjoyed was actually, uh, with, was, like, a, kind of like funk rock was Faith and More. Mm-hmm. And we carry is my, my favorite song by them. That is an awesome track. Which one, Kiffy? Sorry, we, we we care a lot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and and it's 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 weird to hear the original singer and then have Mike Patton do it. And like, it's I mean, it's obviously very similar, but uh, there's a few changes. I heard a couple of live versions of it, so it's uh, it's pretty badass. And like, but yeah, I just <laughs> we care a lot. No, oh 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 oh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and uh, I think I think the funny part, well, not funny, but cool part is uh, Mike Borden, the drummer. He was also a studio music- musician as well, and he's done a lot of um, filling in for bands I've seen. He filled in for Dave Silvery for Corn during the Sick and Twisted tour. He filled nice. in for Sabbath a few times. So oh, did yeah yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. But so I mean I you know, got to see the original lineup and pl- and plus Mike Borden was like, oh man, I met the first time seeing because I didn't realize I mean, it had been posted a little bit that Dave Silvery from Quarter had the like, wrist issues, like they were going numb after like a minute of playing, right? And they like, well, you got another drummer. And I was like, my God, that's Mike Borden. Like, and like, of course, nobody knows who, who he is, but I do because I fucking love Faith No More. Right? So. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh man, um, before you were. Uh, cut off by the internet gods uh you told us that the some of the pros of of, you know having a lot to say releasing a lot of music helps you get the word out and say what you want to say and you were just starting to get into some of the cons of it as you're making this decision about whether you go one or twelve by the way there's no rules here you could do six or three or however many you fucking like but anyway (laughs) um but yeah i think you said the um one of the cons is people just go, "Oh, it's Kiffy doing another twelve albums." Do you, do you do you get that sort of fatigue? Because I would imagine I feel quite excited about little like well, little, not little. That's very condescending. <laughs> but I feel I feel very excited about projects like that where people are like, "I'm going to do this." Like a friend of mine did a, um, uh, I think it was a song a week for a year thing. So they ended up with fifty two tracks. I thought that was really impressive. You know, stuff like that. So do you think people do have like a fatigue or get a bit like, "Oh yeah, he's doing it again," or is that? Is that a thing? Is that in your head? Oh, um, <laughs> I, I, I never ever, ever, I never ever ever release a song I'm not happy with. Uh, the only exception really is the one, the once a year, um, twelve uh, EP in twelve hours thing, because they're generally going to not be quite that that great quality. Uh, That's become a cool tradition, though. Well, yeah, everyone should everyone should do it. Honestly, you, it's just totally you just feel totally like free to just like I'm just going to make a fucking song and just make it. That all of this, there's a lot of oh, I'm going to tweak that and twi- twist that and and EQ that. No, it's like, yeah, but who cares? Who actually cares about that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, 
if you're going to do four songs in a day, the only people that are actually going to listen are other musos, basically, and they're going to just criticise. But <laughs> I've done it for the last two years, and I'm going to do it next year and forever, basically, an, an EP in, tw- in uh, 12 hours. Um, and and they are they are actually windows into how I'm feeling that day. They're not windows into how I think or feel generally. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, the, uh, tell you what, the last one, there's a couple of really fucking great stunk, uh, tracks on that. <laughs> yeah. What was like. I saying? Um, what was I saying? So, do I get fatigue about... Well, do you really... think other people do? Because you were saying that that's one of the things that might put you off doing 12 albums in a year is people go, oh, well, yeah, Kiffy, of well, course, is going to do that. Not necessarily people. Fuck people. <laughs> it, it's... <laughs> it, well, that's it, why I asked really because that surprised me yeah. but yeah go on, go on. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to um, I only release music that I'm proud of on one level or another and I, and I talk to a lot of people and I often say to them I go um, you know two steps forwards in one dimension and three steps back in another and eventually I'm gonna I, I, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna just make some really great music that people really really love and fall in love with um, do I get fatigued? No, I don't. And do I care? No, I don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the music I want to make. And and if I choose to make twelve albums next year, then I will. And if I choose to make one really, really great album, like really great album, then I will. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, so I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think you can lose. This is the great thing about this. I don't think you can lose. Whatever you do, it's going to be a success because the mentality is correct, right? You're gonna going to do what's right to do and it's going to be great well, well I, I do try you know I, sometimes i fail some of the tracks i've made off are not that great but they're there and they're released and i can listen to them again and make them again because it, let's, let's put it this way if 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 a couple of hundred people listen to one of the tracks that isn't that great so what there's millions there's eight billion other people that could listen that if i remake it or any of us remake it you know, people worry too, people worry too much about production values, and they forget it. they forget about the message that is being sent in that music. And that's not not just mine; it's in it's in those thousands of people that we talk to every day. They can they can make music that can really change a perspective, and that's what's important. It's an interesting um, thing as well because those few hundred people that listen to the song that you don't think is you know very good for whatever reason, that might be the one that they love. <laughs> you know, everyone's got different tastes, expectations, needs, desires, wants when it comes to listening to stuff and you know whatever else. Um, there's not really a right or wrong way, is there? It's kind of, it's about where you benchmark yourself and where you push yourself and where you're happy with what you do. I, I sort of think the audience thing is a myth because, like you say, there's there's eight billion people in the world. You know, often like Ed Sheeran, who gives a shit? <laughs> well, um, exactly. I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't. I do not pretend that, that I, I never, ever, ever pretend that that, um, that that my music means more than anyone else's. All I'm doing is speaking my truth. That's the thing. It does mean yeah. a bit more than Ed Sheeran's. Right. One hundred percent. It means more than. <laughs> so, um, uh, Ron Bose. Sorry, tweet. Ed. Yeah. Ed listens regularly. We know yeah. that. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you suck, Ed. Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, That's one listener down on the stage. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and right at the bottom of the page. So um, I just want to mention real quick that Ron Bo's tweet is that all my songs are, I'm just going to go into a writer and make a song. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. I mean, that's that's kind of it, isn't it? It's like, I'm going to write a song. That's, that's how it starts. Like, go and write a song. There's not... Um... Like I said, there's no there's no rules to like people are fascinated and obsessed with um you know, whether like you say it's the production on something or whether it's the volume or the um uh yeah, I mean even we're guilty of it. We've talked, you know, we we've when we've talked about your songs before, we've referenced how, you know, you're a very prolific artist and use that as part of our sort of, you know, review and spiel in, in a positive light, of course, because we <laughs> like that. But, um, but but actually, it's irrelevant, isn't it? It doesn't matter. It's like each song is its own thing on its own merit. And, you know, I don't care if Kiffy does 12 albums next year or one album next year. I'm still going to listen to it and probably oh, going to yeah. enjoy it. I say probably. I mean, I've liked everything you've released so far. Um, it might be shit. I might, I, <laughs> might be. There's always that chance. That's why I'm, I'm just caveating now. You know, for the you know, this is recorded for life. So I, I'm introducing Yao. Oh, Yao. Okay, I thought I said Yao. I was like, wait, what? It's like, are we going to Super Troopers here? Like, I, I'm on the assumption that the listener is is already thinking it's shit, and then then I then I like to surprise them. <laughs> they're honestly, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I'm you know we're make I'm making this out to be more serious than it is. It <laughs> It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, you listen to the the charts, or you listen to it. Like, okay, so Morrissey released a song recently. It sounds fucking terrible. It sounds like him on auto tune singing to karaoke, and he's a multi million dollar uh, producer producing music. You li- now rewind to the Smiths in the eighties. It was it was a thousand percent better. So. Modern production has become too too obsessed with these all this bollocks. It's the feeling that matters. It's the feeling that matters. There's nothing else matters than the feeling. Can you separate the artist from the art? Because I can't stand Morrissey and I <laughs> just can't listen to the Smiths anymore because he's such a dick. <laughs> but I really I don't think that. I don't, by the way, I don't think my approach is the right one. Well, you know, it's exactly um, like not listening to, listen to one biscuit more because Fred Durst is a fucking idiot. <laughs> you were Fred Durst is an idiot, and that was part of his persona in the band. Morrissey's just become a penis. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like, I'm not saying it's the right thing, but there are plenty of people that listen to Michael Jackson, despite all those accusations. Uh, I'm not going to go, oh, you shouldn't listen to Michael Jackson, or you shouldn't listen to Morrissey, or whatever. But can how do you feel about it? Do, can you separate the artist from the art? Um, it, it it depends, doesn't it? I mean, if we're talking, um, do you want to be in my gang? <laughs> then uh, <laughs> no. Well, this is the thing, right? But then, but then, what's the difference between that and Michael Jackson? Proof. Yeah, we live in it. <laughs> and it, this is why I don't I work think... in a in a, in a court of law because I'd be like, "You're guilty. There's no evidence." Well, I'm sorry. I've got a feeling you are. <laughs> <laughs> and follow up. <laughs> Yes, I think I think the answer has to be yes. Every single artist is also a human being. I mean, think about Michael Stipe. He's pretty fucking arrogant, but he has produced some of the most beautiful lyrics and vocals of the last thirty years. Um, uh, you know, every, every single every single person. I mean, let's. I mean, we we like to we like to beat up 
Ed Sheeran, don't we? I mean, <laughs> but that's only because that's it's only because of my head. Nothing personal. But yeah, yeah, yeah but that's show. but that's only because he's he's got half of the Spotify audience. Oh, his early it. stuff. Well, there's more than that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but the I'm early not, stuff. I was going to say, okay, what's what he and, has? Like, Sheeran guitar and a loop is a great artist. Ed, Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, Spotify Premium, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I, I, I think I, Ed Sheeran's an easy target because you know, it's not just that he puts his own music out, but he he obviously writes songs for a lot of other people. But he just kind of puts stuff out which doesn't feel like it has any depth or meaning or personality. It's just to to become part of an algorithm to climb a chart to to make as much money as possible and i find that kind of soulless which means i kind of find him quite dull um but i don't yeah, necessarily, yeah, I, I don't necessarily I, dislike him as a person whereas morrissey i dislike as a person but quite like his music but now i can't listen to his music ed sheeran i don't mind him as a person because i don't know the fucking guy uh can't stand his music so it's, it's like the opposite you know no 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 yeah they're they're, they're polar opposites uh, you know morrissey and ed sheeran are, are, are opposites i mean you know if you think about it, the, the message behind a lot of Morrissey songs are, are a lot stronger than the message behind Ed Sheeran's songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do we know Ed Sheeran's politics? Does it really matter? Nope. I mean, okay, so, um, yeah, but... I, I don't know. I mean, just listen to Act of Spades and then ask me again. Well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> one more thing about Ed Sheeran, and just because I think this is a, a, a good analogy, is me, Ed Sheeran is like the guy in the movie Animal House when he's singing on the stairs <laughs> playing the guitar saying, No, I gave my love a cherry, it had no stone and then and no and then John Blue comes up, grabs the guitar and just smashes it to bits. He's like so, sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's how you feel about it too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know he's a, he's a local boy. He's a local boy. We've got to support the local boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not talk about Ed Sheeran. We've never talked about Ed Sheeran for this long before. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. No, no, I'm not blaming you. It's completely yeah. on me. I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, whether it's one album or 12 albums, it's going to be the best stuff you've ever released, the stuff you're most proud of. And you sound like you're on a bit of a mission, and you just want to like go for it and have a good time. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, it will, yeah, more, uh, and a bit more than that. I mean, the, the, the point is, is that everything I've ever released is the best I've ever released, and I've and and I've and I've asked, I've you know, I've grown that in in public. That's not in private. Yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah. It's asking for feedback. It's asking for information. How do I make my vocals better? How do I make the the piano stand out? How do, all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, all, it, it, every, I will never release anything that is worse than I released before. That is my absolute <laughs> promise. I think most people would would go with that, but then it's interesting. Like, just go back to Morrissey. You know? <laughs> I mean, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney is a great example. Um, yeah, I, I think I think I come from quite an objective point of view here because I didn't like it, the stuff that he did. You know? with the Beatles but um <laughs> but the like his first solo album is really really good I really like that and then now I feel like he goes into the studio and he, like you know sort of vomits and people go oh Paul it's amazing and, and everyone's like what do you mean it's amazing it's Paul McCartney it's, it's Paul McCartney a bit, a 
but it's not very good. And people go, yeah, it's fine, it's Paul McCartney, it doesn't matter. And they just let him do whatever he likes, and then they release it. And then he goes on like you know global tour for ten minutes, and he goes, "I'm eighty, and I'm going to play some songs from the sixties." And then that's it, and it's boring. And I find, you know, I, I don't think that his stuff is. Sorry, this is really harsh. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think his stuff is anywhere near as good as it used to be. So he's not releasing stuff that's better each time. And artists do kind of fade. So although everyone says that, I think it's a really good to keep that mission in your mind at all times. I want the next thing to be better than the last because actually, you know, so many of the you know big and famous artists that we either love or hate um go down a path where they end up being shit and i think that's a real shame <laughs> no i totally i totally totally agree paul mccartney has not been good for probably m- most of my life to be honest. <laughs> but but you know he was a creative influence behind the beatles i'm sorry mike the beatles <laughs> are amazing and were amazing but oh don't worry i'll get emails just do it for the ratings now it's fine no, no. <laughs> but you know there's no difference between disliking the i mean i can't stand the rolling stones and i know you love them Uh-oh. but i can't <laughs> they're terrible Take a step um, back. that's the end of the interview guys thank you yeah. so much Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> But it, that, yeah, you're, you're right, and then you have to then wonder to yourself: these people that are already multi-millionaires from their music from the last fifty years, why don't they engage with the indie indie community? Why don't they use that power that they have, where they could they could have a shit on a plate and it would get to number one? Why don't they use that power? Because, because they don't because... They have nothing to lose. Why don't they use that power to support other people? There are so many people, you know, and I count myself, uh, honestly, I count myself as, you know, below par when it comes to how good the indie music community is. There are so many people that bring me to tears with the beauty of their music. And yet Paul McCartney just posts about his. That's that's Uh, what pisses me. Well, I I, I think that one of the biggest reasons is you're not the only one with mixed emotions. So, you know. Paul McCartney doesn't give a shit whether his song is successful. He, he's already a millionaire. No, he doesn't have to care. He doesn't care. Why, did, why would you care? He doesn't well, Maybe yeah. he's got more to say. Maybe he's got a lot to say than we realise. <laughs> I think I think it's you know it's the same reason that you know every single person I've ever met has said. Um, actually, bar one, actually, to be fair, who was very honest. But most people have met would say, you know, oh, if I ever became rich, then, you know, I'd be really good with it. I'd make sure, you know, gave lots to charity. I'd be a good person, blah, blah, blah. And funny enough, all the people that get rich never do. Yeah. And I'm sure they all must have started out, you know, the same. I'm sure, you know, young McCartney. <laughs> I can't believe we're still talking about Paul bloody McCartney and Ed Sheeran. But anyway, I expect these people start out going, yeah, no, if I was ever rich and famous, I'd give it all to charity be a really nice person and support X, Y, and Z. Um, and I'm certain that they still believe that they are good people. But, um, you know, there was a great quote when Metallica released Saint Anger, um, uh, which is now 22 years ago or something. But uh, the quote was, it's very difficult to sound young and angry when you're old and rich. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, it's not really, it's not really about, it's not really about that, is it? I mean, I don't want to be rich and famous. I just want to escape from this trudgery of this bullshit, <laughs> bullshit that we seem to find ourselves in. And there are so many people like me, and they're the people I connect with. I could name them all, but I won't because I'll I, I'll fuck it up and miss some people out. But there are so many. 
Let's end the interview with a list. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. 15 minutes of <laughs> you naming artists. Me checking back my, my laptop to make sure I haven't missed anyone. No, <laughs> every, every single person that makes music is a, is a hero. That's that's all we really need to worry about, really. You know, one someone someone will discover that will discover us. You know that, and that's all. And it, it, you know, that's it. Well, I think that's the. I mean, you know, on a serious note, we've, you know, it's a really interesting, really wide ranging, um, and good conversation. But I think you know the the point is right. Every now and again, something gets picked up that's really really good. Um, and you know, for better for worse, things go mainstream, and and there's lots of benefits and lots of downsides and contractual issues and all the boring kind of stuff but every now and again something goes big and gets picked up and actually if you do it right then people go oh that's really good mm-hmm. and then they look back at okay well what who influenced those people or who did those people play with or you know what you know, what label were they on when they were kind of you know on on you know some indie label or whatever and they start looking back and the idea actually should be you know as one person rises or when that opportunity comes for one person to rise actually we can all rise with them we can all kind of fill fill that space and rise up together and that's really what it's about is that kind of you know there are so many bands we think about now as being you know sort of famous bands but perhaps on the fringes um i think uh um uh, oh my god what's uh like the pixies is a great example yeah. of a band yeah, yeah. that you know, are more famous because they influenced so many other people, and then people went, "Who's that band that was influenced by?" Than yeah. they were before, yeah. <laughs> and were they around influencing all those people? And there's loads of bands like that as you go through time. And I just think that's the, you know, that's that's where people start to to rise up. We've got this incredible ability, despite Elon's Elon Musk's best wishes, we've got this incredible <laughs> ability to communicate with people globally in you know seconds i mean we're in three different places thousands of miles apart uh having this conversation right now and we have to actually but, wrap it up we're pretty much out of time which we're about to wrap up <laughs> 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 that was so smoothly done uh, <laughs> thank you plug my, me and jamie's christmas song yes, well that was going to be my that was yeah. going to be our last question probably to you actually okay, is, ask uh, question, ask well no that, that was it so we, we have been told we've been informed but not officially or whatever. But um, we, we know that there's a Christmas song. We know it's you and Jamie Jamal. Uh, we know it's going to be something quite special, but we, we don't, we as listeners don't necessarily know enough about it. So tell us all about that and what the deal is. Well, okay, so this will be weird. So you played Forever forever Together earlier. That yes, was yeah. my original draft for Jamie for the Christmas song. <laughs> oh, no way. Nice. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I can see that. A few sleigh bells. Happy days. Yeah, exactly. I sent I sent it to him, and he went, "Well, that he's, it, I can't do a Bristol accent, but he, he said, well, that, well, that's a bit too depressing." <laughs> <laughs> and so I went, oh, "Okay." So about twelve hours later, I sent him another instrumental, and he went, "Oh, that's right, right, lush." <laughs> <laughs> But the thing about Jamie is he's a great lyricist. He'll find the hook in the in the song. And I went a bit Coldplay and I went a bit um, I went a uh, New Order and and I just and we made a song and I said right Jamie, I can't be bothered for all <laughs> about all the all these split fucking split payment. Let's just release it for charity. And and I said look you know what at Christmas it's the homeless people that are the most um, 
that, that, that we need to help the most. Right. Mm-hmm. Homeless, homeless is, can you imagine that after the hardest day that you've had at work or the hardest day you've had in your everyday life, not coming home to somewhere warm and comfortable mm-hmm. with people that you love. Right. And, and, you know, I don't like Christmas. I really hate it. I hate all the sleigh bells. I hate everything about Christmas. I don't even like my family that much. Okie dokie. <laughs> oh, no. But but I have somewhere warm. And if I if I decided to, I could just go and see my mum or my sisters or my dad or, my, or anyone else and just feel loved. And we decided to make this Christmas Christmas song completely... For not not for our benefit, it was for other people's benefit, and it's a nice song. And Jamie performed it well, and he wrote the lyrics and he he sang it, and it's just lovely. It's a lovely, lovely, lovely song. So uh, every 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 person listening to this needs to stream it or buy it or whatever. It's only a pound. You can pay more if you want, and. None. We don't take any of that money. One hundred percent of that money is going to help the homeless, and uh, you know, home is where the love is. And without a home, there ain't no love. So we need to help them to feel that. That's that. That's what I think. Rihanna, I think that's wonderful. That's a great note to finish off on. So, uh, Kiffy, thank you so much for joining us again for the second time, and. It was nice to welcome you or welcoming you <laughs> to the show. But <laughs> Is it have... second or third? Right. I thought you'd been on there three times. Uh, three, no, it... no, no, no. We've, we've only done this twice. It was like yeah. last August in France. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wine... See, oh, I was right, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but we... I can say welcome. So right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Giffy, thank you so much for joining us. We had a great time. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Doc, and thanks, Mike. It, uh, um, you guys are absolute heroes of the independent music community, and you need to go from strength to strength. Your show is awesome. The artists that submit are awesome. Congratulations to both of you. Oh, cheers, brother. Uh, well, we couldn't do it about the music, so, you know, okay. cheers to everyone yeah. that actually goes, can you play our tunes? Yeah. And then all the people that listen to it. <laughs> yeah. it, it. It's mutualistic, isn't it? That's the thing. So, you know, big love. Well, have a great day. Thank it. you so Thank much. Thank you so much, man. Good night. It's been brilliant as always. Good to speak to you. Thank you, Kiffy. We'll see you very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Have a great night and I will see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. All right. So we'll call Mike back right now because that's what always happens. You know. But I think two moments here and we'll get Mike back on. And Mike, what's happening? Right, right. I do love chatting to Kiffy. Yeah, that that was another good interview. So big thank you to Kiffy for that. And uh, like I said earlier on, a uh, big thank you to Diana from uh, Trope for the interview last night or last afternoon. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So Kiffy, thank you so much. And he's always interesting. Always got some uh, different perspectives on things that we don't expect, which is awesome. So love it. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's just yeah, I love the you know the conversations always wide ranging, but great perspective. Someone who really cares and he's interested in and believes in the independent music scene you know he believes in himself as well and too right you should back yourself um you know and he's doing some amazing things so yeah i'm really excited whatever he comes out of next year whether it's one album or 12 or 26 right. or three <laughs> who cares? you know whatever it is it's gonna be really good so i'm excited but yeah proper good interview i enjoyed that one 
Uh, not sure why we spent so long talking about Ed Sheeran and Paul McCartney, but I don't know. But <laughs> possibly my fault. Sorry. <laughs> possibly. Yeah, really cool. like, well, the <laughs> thing what? is, like, um, I, I I didn't mention earlier uh, because like want to be conversation going, but when I I saw it, you said make meow, and that's a part that's uh, from Super Troopers, like meow. Yeah, yeah, as long as you write out meow, like, and they, you can't how many times he's saying meow, right? But there's also um, because I brought Fredgers for. Uh, for a reason is because on uh, um, what's it called uh, the second album, so well, not not three yard bill y'all, and uh, it's the one right after that. It's uh, the starfish thing. No, no, no. The, the, the third album. The, the oh, the, oh. Uh, starfish, the hot dog flavor water. That's the third album. It's uh, oh, it's, okay. It's it's one that's got like Nookie and a couple other ones, but uh, there's one song he does with uh, Method Man from uh, from uh, Wu Tang Clan, right? And he's like. And Method Man's um, one of his nicknames is is, is Decau T T E K T E K O W. So significant and, other, right? So like, he's like, "What the fuck, Decau?" <laughs> <Right? laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up! Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, significant other. That's the album. Yeah. Isn't it? Thank you. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, great album. Brilliant. But Brilliant. yeah, I bought up because of those reasons, right? So I was like, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna mention this all the way till after because like <laughs> it, it's it's important, cool, but it's not important. Like we'll keep going, right? So yeah, yeah, cool. Man. And, and you know, I so I talked quite a few times last night with Diana from uh, Trope, and one of the reasons was because she had mentioned influences uh, uh, such as uh, Fleetwood Mac and the, and the album Rumors. So I thought about the interview we had with Jamie and. I knew the album cover. I just couldn't remember the name of the album was. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mom. <laughs> so so I, me- I mentioned that, like, no, but uh, it, uh, it was a great interview. So if you guys haven't listened to it, it's, it's on, not on our website, but it's on the, the speaker site. So I'll post that link and put the new link up on my Twitter. But either way, it was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, she will be coming back on the show fairly soon, probably next month, month and a half or so. Nice, cool. Uh, all right. So next up, well, to kick off part one, I shouldn't say next up, but you know what? To kick off part one, we have yeah. a brand new song by the Bedlam Furnaces, and the song's called Loss of Innocence. Take this. <laughs> Seems like we 
Right on, the Bedlam Furnaces with Loss of Innocence. You know, that was uh, such a kick-ass tune. I really enjoyed this one, and I saw it. I was like, nice. We haven't had new one from them in a while, so it was really good to see that email. And as a custodian, I was like, yep, definitely part one, for sure. But great yeah. tune, man. I just, just I, I love the, the the composition of it. I mean, it just, like, it just had a lot of... Um, the, the the bridge to the song, man, like, this one was actually pretty special. Like, you, you, don't, you don't hear them like this too often. Yeah, fantastic. Just yeah, really, really good. Um the the guitar work and the just the melody that runs through the whole thing, just the you know, the sense of melody, the understanding of melody and, and the importance of it within the song across all the different instruments is really, really good. Uh, yeah, great tune. Love that band. I thought that was a proper kind of explosion of rock and roll to kick off part one. Loved it. Well, before we get to our next song here, um, did you get the pick I sent you? Yes, yeah, I did. Okay, okay. Well, what uh, uh, I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to post three pictures on Twitter, and you guys have to guess which one is is my screensaver. If you guess which one, then I will uh, uh, give to you uh, an uh, an album from your Bandcamp wish list. You pick an album, and I'll give it to you, so you let me know what it is. So I'll, I post, that. I'll post that in a few minutes here, but I got a few, and... Obviously, Mike knows which one it is, and like I, what when I actually put it up, it's like, like yeah, this is totally fitting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. I really like so, that. That's a very cool idea. So, <laughs> it's it's all up here. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever here is, but you know. So next up, yeah. <laughs> so next up, we have brand new Ron Bose, a song called <laughs> "Do and Die." Dig this.
Of, I'm just gonna make a song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but man, this was another cure tune from Ron, and like this guy does like so much, and like it, it's always like cool stuff, and I love this one. It's no exception, and just like a little, little bit heavier than kind of just like kind of soul Ron both, but still was a very cool, like really into the song. So hats off, Ron. Thanks again for saying that long, buddy. Really, we uh, really appreciate it. So. Yeah, fantastic. It was a, I was trying to explain it to uh, to Kate, who just sort of walked in and saw me sort of like dancing, if you can call it, if you can call it that. And uh, she said, "Are you driving a bus?" I was like, "I'm not driving a bus. I'm just having a boogie to the song." But I was, I guess, I was moving my arms like a steering wheel. I don't know, but it had that kind of vibe. It. it was cool. It was good fun. I was literally having a good old dance here in the kitchen, uh, loving my life. But yeah, it's a great tune. <laughs> brilliant guitar work uh, i like the breakdown as well i think part of the problem by the way was i gave her the headphones at the point of the breakdown she's like i don't get it i was like no that's, <laughs> just, that's the slow bit so <laughs> I, 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 I love my wife i love my life and my wife so <laughs> <laughs> i mean she didn't say she didn't like it she's like i don't get why you're dancing like, well all right wrong part of the song <laughs> anyway cool guitar solo great harmonica part great team loved it very very cool <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, just, just move along. <laughs> yeah. I'm, the thing is, right, I'm not going to do any videos or anything. People are just going to have to imagine what it looks like when I'm dancing in my kitchen and apparently I look like I'm driving a bus. <laughs> that That's why we, we, we start need to maybe using Facebook or something to kind of do some live music in there. But once I get the added um, uh, module to, to connect all the extra um, audio, so... Because that's the only problem right now. That's why when we do in-house interviews, it's, it's unplugged just because I haven't got that extra um, mm. component yet. But once I do, then we're good to go. So Nice, nice. Right. For all the people seeing me dancing around my living room. <laughs> go kitchen. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, man. So next up, we have uh, Amari Teresa with a song called Luna. Dig this.
Right on, Maddie. Today's with Luna, man. That was a great tune. I love her voice. This could have been in part two, but I was like, no, this fits better in part one. Right after Ron, like, man, what a great tune. I love her voice. I just like yeah, that. That trippy feels good, but also that heavy uh, element to it as well, right? So, is mute on, Mister Mike? Oh, there it is. Oh, there Mike. we go. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, I love that. The well, first of all, the backing vocal is really good on that because uh, this is going to sound ridiculous, but it sounds like a shouted whisper. That's okay. the best way I can describe it. You know, when you're you're actually whispering, you, you know, you're whispering, but you're kind of going, "Hi, I'm whispering, but oh. I'm kind of shouting." It's got that kind of vibe to it. It's like it sounds, it's haunted, it's brilliant, really, really good, and, and obviously in tune, not just me going, "Oi," and um, <laughs> that's really good. Oi, you've done it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 You're nicked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so stick around because there's lots more people beat up. Like, <laughs> uh, but no, that's cool. But I love the sort of swing rock and roll vibe mixed with that very distinct DIY garage rock Iggy Pop kind of feel. Uh, I thought that's brilliant. Really cool team. I'm having a lovely time already, mate. Right on. Well, next up we have brand new Heart and Bows. And I'll queue up in just one second here because I didn't queue up. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, yes, great. One moment, please, and thank you. Better about them, right? Uh, so, uh, next up, we have brand new Heart and Bows, and the song's called "I Am No One." Dig this. <laughs> Talk to me. 
Hard and Bowers with I Am No One, another Ron Bowles classic with Rocker Hard on guitar. It just fucking nails it every time. But it's 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 cool, but it's, it's always so so weird to hear Ron go from like blues rock that sort of thing, and then also like, bah! <laughs> like <laughs> you know, it, it, it's fucking great. But just it, it's it's always such a kind of like a little bit of a shock for us. Like, oh right, yeah, 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 man. It's it's pretty. Um... It's pretty amazing, isn't it, the versatility that he has. But yeah, that's a proper chuggy rocker, um, almost kind of, uh, reminds me a little bit of Judas Priest, actually, that's what it reminds me of. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it's got that kind of vibe. Yeah, it's fucking cool tune, that one. Yeah. I really like it. Speaking of Judas Priest, man, Rob Halford is the nicest guy in the world. Like, he is so <laughs> nice. That's quite a claim. <laughs> oh, no, no, man. Honestly, I, I'm telling you from experience because... Uh, probably about let's say 17, 18 years ago um, Judas Priest was playing in London and they came through security and uh, at the time there was still a smoking room in the airport believe it or not so they were in there and uh, uh, I want an autograph and a buddy might want an autograph so they go I'll go in and get to I'll talk to him so I went in there for a smoke and then I, I started talking to him and said you know what I'm a big fan I, uh, I unfortunately didn't see your show last night but big fan and blah blah and and I said, can I trip you for an autograph? He's like, oh, for sure. No, who do I make it out to? So one was for me and one was for, uh, he, I, I, I haven't talked to him in years, so I can't remember his real name, but he, he went by Dirk. <laughs> Dirk, okay. Like, so D-I-R-K, like, oh, Dirk, nice. Dirk, 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 right? So, um, Great name. But so I had, I had, uh, uh Rob Palfer do that, but man, he was so nice, like such, such very genuine and uh, very humble about his music, that sort of thing, so. Nice, what a legend. Yeah, but he no, he definitely is. Definitely is a legend, Rob Rolford. Like honestly, like one of the nicest guys in the world. So and That's such he, a cool story, I love that. And, and <laughs> he, he he's he's right up he's right up there with, with Dave Grohl, right? You no, know, the nice guy in rock and roll, like Rob Halford is like the nice guy in like eighties metal. He's so nice. Like he didn't nice. he didn't even think twice, like, yeah, absolutely of course, he goes, Who do make it out to you? And then so but and he goes and of course he asks he gets ask you other questions, go how long you've been listening? How to get into Judas Priest? And of course, told me, like, well, you know, initially I saw your videos on on on, on uh, um, music police in Montreal. I was like, oh, really, right, right, because <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> That's yeah. very cool. What a cool guy. Yeah, very, very, very nice man. Like, yeah, he he is. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? He reminds he reminds me a lot of, of Jamie. Oh, really? Yeah, he does. He, and the, the mannerisms, like, they're so, or so and in some ways, they're similar, right? And uh, you know what? Big shout out to Jimmy Jamal and uh, the song he does with Kiffy. And actually, he posted a couple of pictures on Facebook because he was re- uh, doing the video for it, I think, like last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Jamie, fuck, that guy, man, <laughs> he kills me every time. I fucking love that guy. He's just great fun, isn't he? He's but, hilarious. And, and yeah. the other day when they were posting stuff about NMS and, that, and I said, was it, wasn't it you that, that he dubbed himself or, or Gunkel? Like, <laughs> but, but, you know, Jamie is so funny, man. Like, that guy is, is he's just a genuinely great person, you know? Yeah, he is. He's just a wonderful guy. And I know, I came around something about this. I told, about, told him about this the other day when was for one of his birthdays like uh he got like tons of birthday wishes on on facebook right so he he dre- he dressed up and almost like a, a, a hawaiian sort of thing to say thank you to like, this little dad sort of thing it was so fucking funny he's like that's amazing uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that's amazing like <laughs> you know, the guy, the like thank you for all the birthday wishes and he's just fucking giving her right so, <laughs> what an absolute superstar <laughs> <right>? <laughs> 
So there all you right, go. Uh, big shout out to Jamie Jamal. So, all right. So next up, where are we at now? Okay. Okay. So next up, we have brand new Ruby Tuesdays, and this is actually kind of interesting because they sent me a DM said, "Here's a new song." He listened to it, passed along. So I think it's like, "Oh, absolutely, of course." <clears throat> and then, like a day after, get the promotion, the promotion email saying, "Here's a new Ruby Tuesday." So I was like, "Oh, awesome!" So. <laughs> nice. Guys, I follow through more than one way. So here you go with brand new the Ruby Tuesdays. It's a song called "She's Got." Wait, 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 wait! Did you just say you follow through more than one way? Yes. Phrasing. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Carry on. <laughs> oh, just. No, please continue. <laughs> oh, you are finished. Allow me to retort. <laughs> so, had to pull you off on that. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. No, that that's totally fair. I, I, I deserved it. <laughs> so here you go with the Ruby Tuesdays and a song called "She's Got You." Dig this. <laughs>
on the Ruby Tuesdays with She's Got You. Uh, like I said, they sent me a DM via Twitter until I know about the new song. And it's like, oh, cool, cool, sure, no problem. And then we get the email. like, oh, nice. This is perfect. Man, this was such a great tune. <clears throat> Pretty heavy for, for the Ruby Tuesdays. Uh, just like, that's like another kind of like step up. But man, what a powerful song. What a great rocking tune that was, man. You just, you just want to sit there and just, you, you know, you, you pit yourself being in the mosh pit. You just want to give it like, yes, this is amazing. Yeah, it's a fantastic tune, isn't it? Really, really, really cool tune. Reminds me of the Offspring. Mm. Um, you know, Conspiracy of One, yep. that kind of era. Offspring reminds me of that. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> uh, noodles. Oh, I love noodles. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a what a guitarist. But yeah, uh, absolutely brilliant. Really cool tune. Love that. Uh, I kind of want to know if they're on Bandcamp or not. I'm definitely going to check that out. I'm not yeah, sure. Brilliant. I've, I've not looked, so I'm not sure. I will uh, endeavour to find out for you. But yeah, top quality, loved it. All right then. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, sweet, you eighteen yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, right on. So, uh, so next up is a brand new song by a band called Candy Coffin. A song called Seaside Curls. Take this, not to be confused with. Uh, um, Beach Boys and California Girls, but you know, so. Stop. 
right on Candy Coffins with Seaside Girl. And you know what? That was definitely a thing for part one. It had a little bit of heaviness to it, but almost kind of a bit of a Beach Boys nostalgia right there too, right? Like I said, not to be confused with California Girls, but you know, it did have have that element to it as well as a very uh, it seemed like a very um, heavy undertone of Weezer. Oh, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, there was a bit of Weezer in there. Uh, yeah, that's a fantastic tune. Really, really dig that tune. Um, it's kind of, it's weird, isn't it? Because it, it's almost punky, but like half tempo. <laughs> but, but it sort of feels like it's got a punk thing going on. Um, it also reminded me a little bit of Joy Division. Um, oh, good call, yeah. Reason. Yeah, yeah, but very cool tune. I like that. I love the guitars in that. It's cool. Right on. Well, before we get to our next tune here, um, I'm just telling you off air. Uh, that uh, um, have, there's a neighbor um, on the side street that uh, recently I've been trying to avoid because uh, she's off work right now. So almost every day she's outside on her noon walk. So I started going to for wedge because I just I just don't want to talk to her. I bring her stuff to say, and she's a nice person, but man, it's getting frustrating. And when I first started walking the dogs, my neighbor when she first moved in for six months, tore the names of dogs almost every day: Rini and Willa. Rennie and Willow. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> it's like... So... Uh, oh, it's Rennie and Willow. It, 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 well, no, I was, obviously he's very patient with her, but I was like, like, oh my God, it's not that hard. It's Rennie and Willow. And she's got Rennie, but she still calls Willow Willow, and she gets confused when she calls her, and she doesn't come because... Like she's not a fucking name. <laughs> so, so it's like, oh my god! Like, uh, so, like I said, she's a nice person. This is the one I've, I've, I've dubbed up Purple Rain because she's got hair, purple hair, almost always dressed in purple, and her car has a symbol which was formerly known as Prince. So, ah, uh, okay, all right. But, there might be some clues there as to what kind of music she likes. Right, but anyway. <laughs> Like I said, uh, she is a, a super nice lady, really very nice. But you know, it is, after a while, I was like, oh, like I kind of said, we'll keep it. I don't, I don't, I don't have the time to work and talk to you all the time. I know it sounds a little rude, but sometimes like, oh, I just want to keep going. And the other day, we're walking along. You know, I look out. I see she's not outside the gate. Perfect, you no. Know? And then on the other side of the street is uh, um, a couple of neighbors at the dog's lake. And then it's like, oh, on this side of the street, he's like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not, not out loud, but I Definitely like an archer one. Oh, God damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Right. So, so um, there, there's my little uh, um, uh, side story. So, next up, we have a brand new a song by Smash Into Pieces and a song called Sleepwalking. Do this. Sound of whips that crab Shattering the silence The silence All that power that corrupts you Can only lead to violence To violence
right on smash into pieces and uh, we want to do those some stuff sometimes we, we have a bad day but <laughs> great uh, uh, band name and the, the, the song was that much better called Sleepwalking and uh, um, I think I mentioned it a few times like when I was younger like I I slept walk a few times, and just just, just really just just really dumb stuff. And some of my stepsister and she would go out and she'd actually unlock the door to the back porch, go to the back porch, stand there for a few minutes, go back in, and go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I did was like, there's one time where the, the, the old house in Montreal is walked in the hallway and bumped the wall and knocked the whatever's hanging up there, and. I went to my mom's room and I said, um, I, I want to put your name on the water fountain. She's like, what? Like, give me that. Go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you, you, you think of uh, Step Brothers with Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley, right? <laughs> Where, like, does he like, no, no. You, know, like, <laughs> you can't wake them up. Ah, oh, they, they toss the floor down the stairs. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, one of the best things ever in a movie. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. There you have it. <laughs> I'll go with that for sure. So, smashing pieces, and that was sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, oh, God, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm a little behind cue here, sorry. <laughs> I can't even remember we've talked about this song. Um, I don't think I've talked about this song. It's very cool shit. <laughs> Oh, I said my piece. I just you didn't say anything. So I was like, uh... I know, I'm sorry. I just like, completely forgot what I was saying. Great tune, epic kind of heavy rock with a well, new metal nuance, let's say, um, in there as well. But yeah, I loved it. Very, very good tune. I don't have any good sleepwalking stories. I was just fascinated by what you were saying. <laughs> this was one time. This one time wasn't wasn't trying to pull the wool over your eyes. I could do that one time. Are you gonna say something? I already did. Like, yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> but th- this one, you you legit did not see a thing. You just kind of got into the They go think. I was just really into what you were saying. <laughs> 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 and, and, okay. Th- and uh, this is why we don't get paid for the show. So next up we have the uh, it's, it's only how to pronounce his name because it's it's uh, F R so Virgimins I please know it's pronounced and this one's called Until the End it is. <laughs>
with until the end that was a crazy heavy team I loved it loved the logos in this one like what a badass team that was yeah it's a really good tune I was just thinking looking at their band name it's possible it's pronounced Fridge Magnets I don't know oh Fridge Magnets <laughs> oh my god didn't even think about that at all no I suspect that's not it <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh, yeah it's a really cool tune um, big heavy that's the name Samsonite yeah. <laughs> um, Swami Swanson. <laughs> um, yeah, cool team, big, heavy, kind of got an epic quality, hasn't it? Which is really, really cool. Um, but yeah, loved it. Great song. Swami <laughs> Swanson, right? So, right yeah. on. Next up, we have a brand new song by Lansdowne, a song called Halo. Dig this. When we step away, tell me where we go. I can't touch you anymore, but I can feel your halo. Rise and fall, it all depends on these machines. Can you feel me? Do you even dream? Maybe I should let this go. Heaven only knows. When we slip away, tell me where we go. I can't touch you anymore. I can feel your head.
what a great noise <laughs> that was a great tune yeah uh, <laughs> the uh the, the breakdown reminded me of static x oh uh, good call yeah which is a pretty cool like that's not something i think about every day um but yeah that was cool great tune i enjoyed it right well next up is a band called penny richard a song called last meal dig this
Right on. Penny Rich with Last Field. That was a great pontoon. Uh, um, the recording was, you know, just a little locking, and that's fair enough. But either way, it was great to nonetheless. I love this tune. Like, it's such a good punk tune, and I go, wow, man, I really enjoyed this. So that was Penny Rich with Last Meal. Yeah, pro- <clears throat> excuse me, proper good tune, really punky. Uh, just, you know, reminded me of you know, Ruts DC and The Clash and stuff like that. Absolutely fantastic. Really cool tune, man. I love that. Right on. Well, next up we have a Toronto is Broken featuring Sabotage. And, um,. For some reason, I thought down, so if you know what's going on, what the song title is momentarily. And I don't know why I didn't, but uh, you know, uh, it's Circle. Circle, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's right, I do my best. That, 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 that's why every I, now and again, that's, that's, why, that's why Mike is here, so it helped me out. <laughs> that's, that's and really I, it. I, I, I even told Diana last night, I said, I said, there's a couple times, I was like, oh, come, Mike, help me out here. Like, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do my best. All right, so here we go with Tron's Broken Featuring Sabotage and a song called Circle. Dig this. <laughs> Is it just me, or is it just you? A little case of deja vu in your brain is at the same cat. See the same old shit, brings the pain crack. Whiplash snap in your neck as it cranes back. And then if I'm the new normal, why am I so fucking deranged? Is it boredom? I've never felt mortal. But now I'm getting mortal to get away from the flaws. I'm effectual, the cause. I see the circle and pause. I see the cycle I signed here, you're the clause. I see us fighting, you like the force. You had us wrong, though we'll ride the storm, so. I see the circle, judgmental, hurtful. A virus that's fertile. The light that you spot is what burned you or hurt you. It's time to split the circle. Oh, <laughs> 
Featuring a sabotage and a song called Circle. Man, that was heavy as fuck. What a great tune that was. I know we played, the one, know we played this one before, but still a great tune. really love this tune. <clears throat> yeah, it's brilliant. I, I think I probably said last time, I really, really love this mix of drum and bass and kind of heavy rock slash metal um, that's kind of, you know, been smushed together. And I've, I've seen it a few times now, heard it a few times now um, with different bands. I don't know how long it's been going on for. I don't know the history of it, but I love it as a subgenre. I think it's brilliant and interesting and wonderful, and it's a great mix. It's just proper fucking in-your-face great tune. I really love it. Right on. Well, next up is a metal band called Soup Du Jour, and the song's called... Uh, sorry, sorry. The, the band's called A La Carte, and the song's called Soup Du Jour. Do this. <laughs> Soup du jour, and uh, I sorry, just didn't quite finish that um, between this, so I won a second. So I apologize for that. So, but super short song, but pretty cool song nonetheless, right? So that was brilliant. Uh, <laughs> that, was, 
It was totally weird, and I loved it. Right? <laughs> yeah, really, really cool tune. I uh, don't even know what to say about that. It was just good fun. I loved it. Right on. Well, we're going to hear our last song here in just one moment. So we're just going to pull it up here. So just give me one moment, please, and thank you. I'll run it. All right. And one moment. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. And just one more moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just one more. Um, right. Um, one more second here. Sorry. Uh, maybe one more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh dear. One second, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's two more seconds here. Mama? Yes. Because <laughs> it's not coming up for, for whatever reason, and I'm not sure why. So. Two more. Two more minutes. I'll get I'll it up here, so it's one second. See, I can't find it either. <clears throat> well, it should be in here, so I did. I did. I'm pretty sure I downloaded it. So. Um, oh, here it is. Got it. Yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, I got it by mistake. So, here you go with God of Christ and enter the prophet of the Aeon. <laughs> Do this. <laughs> we 
of the Aeon and it's uh, um, God of Christ and the sacred teachings of Alistair Crow- uh, Crowley so man what a great tune in part one with A yeah that's that's absolutely brilliant I just had a look uh, on Bandcamp and their whole discography is 90% off oh I nice just thought, I just thought fuck it I'm just going to buy that because it sounds really interesting um, and then you know hopefully they'll release something in the future and i'll spend a bit more but just to explore that's well worth doing but uh yeah it's um it's goat christ i think rather Go- oh goat christ okay yeah yeah i think that's why we couldn't find it because i was typing in the other one as well um but yeah brilliant i mean just like off the wall weird and brilliant i loved it right on the wall um just uh just get to our, our ending here um we have one a new one here and just because it's funny and so we'll have Dr. Dr. Krieger like always, but uh, I just want someone here to just queue it up. And uh, so the first one I, I, I said I'd do before if I got it recorded. So here you go. Uh, we're going to go from Corey and Trevor to, to Dr. Krieger. So take this. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's arms were okay. Sorry, dude. I think we fucked up. Memory banks of the supercomputer. <clears throat> Shrinky-dink that! Krieger out! <laughs> 